Let's get it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh huh. Rock and Royal. Welcome to another edition of Salt City FC. This is a little bit of a co-collaboration episode. Uh, Salt City FC at the Cougar Week podcast on KSL.com. Um, and I just did that off the top of my head because I own the rights to both, so why not? But I feel like this is this is going to be an interesting conversation to have with listeners on both podcast feeds. Because uh, I have a very special guest with me. And no, it's not just because... She's from, she grew up in Utah County like I did. Uh, It's not because she has one more national championship ring than I do. It's not even because she was one of the best soccer players in the state since she was like seven years old, um, which is definitely not something that I can claim. But I'm I'm joined today by Ellie Walbrook, formerly of UCLA Women's Soccer, national champion with the Bruins, uh, and now... An incoming uh, sophomore, I think. She played one year at UCLA with the BYU women's soccer program as they head into the Big 12 for the first year. So Ellie joining me on the other line. Thanks so much for joining me for a couple of minutes to talk soccer, to talk BYU, to talk the Bruins. Uh, And maybe we'll get into a little bit of other stuff. Maybe we'll even talk Utah Utah Tech men's soccer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hear you're kind of of uh, an impresario on that as well. So thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Sean. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, Ellie, no, I, I reached out to you uh, a couple days ago after you formally signed with the BYU Women's Soccer Program from mm-hmm. UCLA. Uh, it's a homecoming for you. Grew up oh, in yeah. Highland, went to American Fork High School. Shout out to the cavemen. Go Never cavemen, actually baby. played for the cavemen, though, uh, because you played year-round club soccer with La Roca FC. Pretty good decision there. couple state titles. Uh, several dozen regional showcases in the old ECNL uh, US USU18 national team camp as well. So stay humble, stay fresh. Um, but uh, what what was it about BYU and 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 kind of coming home and playing collegiate soccer? I guess closer to home, closer to your parents, closer to your siblings, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's 20 minutes. It's my, it's in my backyard. It's 20 minutes away. Um, BYU has always been, I've always been, I've been through it. I've been to all the camps in the summer. Um, Jen Rockwood was my academy coach when I was four years old with Celtic. I mean, it's, it's the best. I've known it. I've grown up, grown up in it. I've watched all the players, Ashley Hatch, Mercedes Coning, all of them. And I always went to the games. I mean, I just feel like it's, it's a full circle moment. It's a full circle moment. I grew up in it and I'm super excited to play with them and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good experience and hopefully bring a natty champ back to Provo. Right. That's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Double those national championship rings that you've got Two. coming in the mail. Yeah. The fingers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I love it. I love the, uh, I love the confidence. I love the optimism. I love all of that because your your first year at UCLA was probably everything that a freshman can ask for. I think mm-hmm. so, if that's fair to say. Yes. Uh, about 20 minutes per game in double-digit games. You scored your first collegiate goal mm-hmm. for the Bruins. I think that was in the San Diego State game, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, played a little bit, kind of multitask midfielder forward. Played a lot on the wing. 
Um, the, I didn't watch every minute of every game, so correct me if I'm wrong there, but played a lot on the wing, I think he did. I played number nine, so it's like center striker. So so there's we play 4-3-3 when we were at UCLA. Oh, so you rotated around some. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, like um, sometimes we'd play a 4-5-2, and so therefore I was the two up top, so it was like kind of a wing, kind of midfield, so. She, she's a tactician, too. That's that's the most amazing thing. <laughs> Gotta know it. Soccer over here. Yeah. Of of all of those things that we just talked about with UCLA, living in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. uh Westwood, SoCal life, winning a national championship. What was your mo what was your favorite experience, your favorite moment of your freshman year? It can be okay. soccer related, it can be non-soccer, yeah. whatever. I mean, I think obviously my first goal was super surreal. It was an incredible moment because I mean I was I was like waiting for my goal to happen. I wanted it to happen. And once I, I mean, I went in for the last five minutes of the first half. And after I shot that with my left foot, it went in and we were up 1 0. So it was basically the game winning goal, which was super cool. And to celebrate with all my teammates since we've worked super hard in trainings, I mean, it was, it was surreal. It was super surreal. Um, yeah. So I'd probably say that's my favorite memory I've had my freshman year. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up your official stats from the Bruins right now. Uh, one goal, one game winner. That's a pretty good ratio, I think. Let's keep that ratio. How's that sound? Oh yeah, let's do it. Every every goal a game winner. You okay with that? I'm easy. I, I think I think the kids call that clutch these days. Oh my god, whatever. <laughs> um, so obviously it's it's a great experience there. You're you're working into the system. You're you're getting ready. You guys go all of the way, win a national title. Um, who was more excited when you won that national championship? Because the first person I saw post about it was your dad mm -hmm. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and it was one of his very rare, like all caps posts. He had like 1500 <laughs> oh, points and everything. And then yeah. you posted about it shortly after that. Who is more excited? You or him? Um, Probably him. I don't know. I mean, it's just super cool to have them there. Um, I mean, my dad is my number one fan. I mean, we he's my trainer. I train with him every day when I'm home. So I think it was super cool for him to be in the stands and there because he was really proud. He was really proud of me through all I've been through. I mean, since I was little, I think he was just super proud of me. And it was awesome to have him and my mom in the stands and be there for me to win the ring. So it was super awesome and surreal. When you go to the NCAA tournament and you win a championship, you, you uh, bring that ring, as they say. Um, I don't think they actually said that. I just made that up on the spot, but we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people talk about the work that it took to, to get through the tournament. It's obviously a long tournament. You got to get yeah. through, through the season. It's obviously a long season. You go back mm -hmm. to preseason, um, and you're kind of working through there. Uh, but this, this championship, like winning that national championship in a lot of ways, it started even before that. Oh yeah. For you, sure. Like, started playing soccer, right? For sure. I mean, you dream about being a national champion since you were a little girl. I mean, that's, that was my dream, you know? So it's, I mean, it was so cool to win it. And yeah, I mean, it was like, you're speechless. Like you didn't even think it was real. Like, are we, yeah. I was like, are we living in real life? Cause it's like, it just happened. It was super cool. You, well, let's, let's transition from that directly because that sets up my next question almost perfectly. Uh, how how did playing youth soccer, club soccer, playing in Utah on the Wasatch Front, which I, I say it all the time, and some people believe me, some don't, that 
that Utah has maybe the best soccer players per capita in the entire United States. Like the quality of competition in this state in the youth ranks is mind-blowing. It's immeasurable. And you see that with local universities, BYU, Utah, even Utah State had this incredible year. You see it with players like you who go and kind of spread the Utah diaspora, if you will, at UCLA and other places. Uh, North Carolina is starting to catch on. Coach Mm -hmm. Dorrance is recruiting Utah every year over and over and over again. Uh, like how how did just playing in that kind of environment really help prepare you f- to contribute immediately for a team like UCLA on the national on the national uh, level and and really contribute for a team that was we can say now you you guys won a title you won a natty the yeah. best of the very best yeah I mean ever since I was little I mean I played in Utah I played with Celtic and I really had to sacrifice moving all the way up to Laroco because I knew it was going to be the best thing for me I mean. We were in the development academy, which is, I mean, the best of the best. So it was super cool to travel to different areas. We were going to North Carolina. We were going to California. We were going to Seattle, playing against the best players in those states. So it was super cool to be playing the best of the best competition-wise because I knew you knew college scouts were going to be there. You knew U.S. scouts were going to be there. I mean, at, it, you, we were playing against the best, and I think – I mean, it does take a lot of sacrifice. I mean, I had to drive up to Ogden every day, but I think it was super worth it. And another thing I would say is I think even in the Utah, you're playing against good players. I think you have to do most of it, the extra work. I mean, I think that's one thing that really made me the player I am is the extra work I put in. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I drove up up to Ogden, like I said, but I'd be up at 5 a.m. working with my trainer. I'd be running in the mornings. I just think it's the extra work that makes those players even elite. So, Yeah. Uh, I was talking with a mutual friend of ours, uh, Darnell Dixon from the Daily Herald, who you you got to know a little bit growing up some. uh, And he – he was, uh, he talks with your mom a lot, apparently. Oh, yeah. So spoiler alert. Yeah, um, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, but Darnell and your mom would talk regularly about how you would get up at like, at like five o'clock in the morning or something like that to go running with your dad, sometimes running with your mom. She admitted yeah. she didn't always go for a run early morning. Cause she's, I guess she's a little bit of a more, not as much of a morning person. As so that's you guys or something. It's my, it's my dad. It's not a morning person. Me and my mom would be up. Me and my mom would be up. My dad would be the one sleeping, but. So all the sacrifices right there. Your dad would get in the car five minutes later and go follow you guys? Right, yeah. right. That's awesome. So so all the extra work, all of that. And it all it all really paid off with a yeah. college scholarship, mm-hmm. obviously that ring. Uh, and now transferring back home to play for BYU, to play for Coach Jennifer Rockwood, who uh, I, I've always said is kind of a legend and a little bit of an, un, like an unknown legend in the yeah. game of women's soccer, Coach Rockwood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she's recruited you since you were being recruited by literally everybody, uh, maybe even a little bit more. You talked about how you played for her with the Celtic Academy way back in your uh, early teen years. Mm-hmm. What what has Coach Rockwood kind of meant, just like in your career and your recruiting, and and maybe as much of it, much of anything, her leadership style. Like what is yeah. what has she sort of meant as you come up in the game? I think she's. I mean, the best word to put her is a go. I mean, she's up there with Anson Dorans. I mean. She doesn't really have the national championships that he has, but she, she's the go. I mean, she's such a good mentor. I've known her since I was six, like I said, but I mean, you really look up to her. She's an inspiration. Um, she's a female leader, which we need more in the world. So I think, I think she's just super 
and she knows the game. She's smart. She's she cares not only about how you play, but as your your personal life as well. And I just think she's a mentor. I think she's truly a mentor, and I'm super excited to play for her. And yeah, she's awesome. She's she's unreal. What she's built in the last. I'll just say several years at BYU because I don't want to give away how long she's been at BYU. I, I feel bad doing that, uh, but it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. And what she's built at BYU, I think, is pretty it's remarkable. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and and the fact that she's done it at a school like BYU mm -hmm. with more of like the mid-major level resources that we're talking about playing in in the WAC, the Mountain West, the WCC. Right. What does it mean to get this opportunity and maybe for you to get this opportunity as well uh, for her, for the players, for everybody around the program to get an opportunity to go into a conference like the Big 12 now and kind of play with more of, like you were saying earlier, the best of the best, right. if you will, in college soccer? I mean, I think a lot of people in the past have said BYU is an easy conference. They're an easy conference. They're not really playing anyone. So I think it's super cool that we're, we have this opportunity to be the first BYU team to play in the Big 12 and really showcase ourselves um and prove ourselves i mean we'll prove all those people around that said said that we were in a weak conference and i think we're playing in a really good conference there's tcu who's always been on top there's texas there's oklahoma state all of them i think we're going to prove ourselves and we're going to be at the top and it's going to be an awesome experience and yeah. i think it's for the best I'm, we're excited so Shout out to uh, I got to get a special shout out. You're you're shouting out all these Big Twelve teams. Also shout out West Virginia, which West for a while was like a that's who I was missing. Right for a while, it felt like the Mountaineers were like a pipeline for the Canadian yeah. women's national team. Kadisha right. Buchanan, etc., uh, produced some incredible talent. They just it too. Yeah, exactly. And and I would put I would put this BYU program right up there with the best of the best in I that agree. conference. Do you guys feel that? I know you're just barely getting in, and and yeah. but you played with a lot of these girls, especially growing up in Utah, and a right. lot of La Roca girls on this BYU roster. Do you guys kind of feel like you can compete right away in a league like the Big 12? Yeah, I think for sure we can. I think we'll go in there and we'll make a huge impact, and people are going to be shocked. I mean, it's super cool, and BYU's proven themselves in the in the WCC and they're we're, they're a tournament team. I mean, every time they go into the tournament, they're playing Stanford, they're playing UNC and they're putting on great shows. They're I mean, they're competing and they could have won. So I mean, it shows last last year they they beat Santa Clara. They made it to right. the final game. So yeah, we're going to make a huge impact and we're up there with all the Big 12 teams, even right. probably the best one. Yeah, first ever college cup appearance 2 years ago before that heartbreaking penalty kick shootout. Yeah. Uh, loss of Florida State, which was which is rough. But then going back even to last year, last year was in some ways supposed to be maybe like a rebuilding or a reloading year for this I BYU did. team. Mm -hmm. Um, and they just happened to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah, like Crazy. come on. I mean, come on, what is this program, right? Yeah. Uh and you guys now the 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 finalized the formal schedule won't be released for a couple weeks, a couple months, even mm -hmm. uh late spring or early summer. But I have a pretty good hunch based off of past years and kind of how the calendar works and everything. Um, the BYU women's soccer is going to be the first ever Big 12 game wow. at, at BYU. Just wow. because of like when you guys start and everything like that. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the first exhibition game of the year was, was on August 10th this year, for example. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting kind of something sort of similar. No other sport starts before that. I think the next one is volleyball, which is like a week and a half or two weeks later, something like that. 
So I'm expecting the first ever game, like the first ever time we see a Big 12 logo on a BYU field is going to be Southfield for women's soccer. Yeah, that's Uh, super cool. Yeah. Like, just how exciting is that? Yeah, like, to to think, like, you guys are the first. I mean, we get to start it. We get to start it off. We get to start it off strong. And I think everyone's going to be watching that game. It's the first. I mean, we're on ESPN now. So it's super cool. And I think a lot of people will be watching and to see how we do, which is, I mean, it's a blessing. It's cool. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, well, we, uh, full disclosure, we were, I was, I was going to try to record this podcast with you several days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, got pushed back for a variety of reasons. We won't go into all of them. Some were, some were right. Most of them were right. The ones from your side were right. The ones from my side were wrong. Um, but I'm glad we got pushed back some because the other day I, this surprise announcement came across my Instagram feed. Uh, and then I I called our mutual friend Russ White from Encore Sports Marketing to mm-hmm. kind of confirm and make sure it was right that you've also already signed uh, an NIL deal with the official name, image, and likeness collective of BYU Athletics, the Royal Blue Collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it about Royal Blue and everything to, that made you kind of want to sign with them and and kind of represent them in this new era of NIL at BYU? Yeah. I think it's a huge opportunity for BYU student athletes. I mean, I think it's super cool that I get to be a part of it and kind of put all my put it out there. Um, I think it's super cool that they created this for the BYU student athletes because there's such a that we have great athletics here. And I think it's super cool that I mean, it's NIL. It's awesome. We get to make money. So I think yeah. it's super cool and it's gonna it's gonna be huge. And I'm blessed to be part of it. So it's awesome. What is the world of NIL like for Olympic sports? Because a lot of sports fans out there, they see college football players that are making a million dollars. Not everybody, but that's who everybody sees. They see basketball players with, uh, like, I think Miami had like an $8 million budget for their basketball team or something like that. It was some stupid number uh, Mm -hmm. like that. For Olympic sports athletes, it's, you're not talking about those kinds of numbers, but what's kind of the day-to-day NIL world like for you guys, like on the women's soccer team, for example? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, BYU women's soccer is very popular. Um, so I think it's going to only go up. It's kind of, NIL is still pretty new, but sure. I think it's still going to go up. Like it's only going to go up from here. I think it's still pretty popular, but compared to like football and basketball, I'm not there yet. But I think brands are start going to start notice, noticing that women's soccer is the real deal and they're going to jump all over us. So I think it's only up from here. Yeah. And maybe most importantly with NIL, with regards to Olympic sports, like soccer, mm-hmm. uh, maybe soccer in particular in some ways is the opportunity. Like you can go out and you can host your own soccer camp now. Right. Right. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to host a soccer camp yet during your college career or whatever, well, but like, yeah, I actually have. I mean, I do train, I do little trainings. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know James Jarmillo. Uh-huh. You know yeah. So um, we kind of are keeping his legacy alive. Um, me and Brecken Mazingo, Sierra Pennock, a few others on the team are still doing little trainings to keep his legacy alive, which is super cool. So we've been doing trainings. Um, I did a little soccer camp last summer while I was home, which was fun. But yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know anything without it. So it's cool. Yeah. Plug that for me. Uh, what's if if somebody who might be listening to this podcast or whatever, uh, maybe uh, wants to get trained by a national champion like mm-hmm. the great Ellie Walbrook or even Brecken or some of the other girls that you've worked worked with? Some. What's the easiest way to get in contact with you? 
text, text me, DM me on Instagram. I mean, I'm always open to training new people and I'd love to, honestly, I'd love to. Awesome. That's uh, Ellie Walbrook on Instagram, uh, at Ellie Walbrook7 on Twitter as well. I got to shout out that Twitter of yours. Shout out my Twitter needs to get up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're going to, yeah, all of that. So just slide into those DMs. Mm -hmm. um, we're not supposed to say that anymore. I'm sorry. DM her on Instagram. DM her, her on Twitter. Uh, some of the best training that you can get on the Wasatch Front. And now you're back here on the Wasatch Front full time oh, yeah. as well, working with Royal Blue, working with Encore Sports Marketing, uh, and maybe most importantly, working with the BYU Women's Soccer Program as they start off and head into the Big 12 era. What's next for you, uh, Ellie? Are, are you are you getting ready for classes? Like, what's the spring season look like for yeah. you? Have, so, you taken, yeah. have you taken any time off yet to get your legs back under you? Heck no, come you, on, or? no time off. I mean, it's just kind of been the grind season right now. We're off season, but I think spring is most important because um, it really help prepares you for the fall. So, um, yeah, I start classes start, I think, on Monday, January 9th. I'm moving in on Friday into the little dorms down there. So that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, spring, just preseason and spring starts on the Monday. And that's when the real that's when it the real thing hits. So it's super cool. I'm super excited. I think it's going to be awesome. So that's awesome. That's great. Uh, so if you see a BYU, I guess academic, academically you'll be a sophomore Yeah. Uh, now. If you see a BYU sophomore in the dorms on campus wearing a big bulky national championship ring. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, you know who it is. Uh, it's me. I'm the problem. I think that's what our Queen Taylor is saying now. Yeah. Um, you're the real problem with the uh, BYU women's soccer team. Uh, yeah. From Highland, Utah, American Pork High School, La Roca FC, formerly of UCLA, now with BYU. Uh, Ellie Wahlberg, thanks for joining me so much. Here. And uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out with me for a couple of minutes on Salt City FC and the Cougar Bee Podcast. And uh, we'll see you at Southfield. Awesome. Look forward to see you there. Best fans have been a nation since the 1980s. Strength staff keep us working. Yeah, we never lazy. Touchdown, 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 Cougs is who they want now Red is upstate and we don't do no uptown Had them singing like a flute We don't play around with no oops Or them Aggies up in Ogden They not rocking how we rocking Rocking Navy, rocking Royal Rock your hands, rock it by babies Rock the stands with the fans With you with us, raise your hands Rock it by baby, rocking Navy Shout out to my teams, wives and babies Rocking Royal Rockin' Navy, know you with me, let's get it baby, Rockin' Royal, Rockin' Navy.